Hi. Ben Matlock. You can go in your dress or in your underwear, but you get out of here now! Soybean oil, cottonseed oil, palm oil, beef fat, lard, coconut. How long were you you knowing in the parked car? Oh, come on! Mr. Matlock. Oh, Your Honor, come on! Mr. Matlock. Oh, Your Honor! Who was that on the phone? Unlocking Matlock. 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Welcome to Unlocking Matlock, the only comprehensive and in-depth look into the hit TV show from the 1980s, Matlock, starring Andy Griffith. Uh, I'm your host, Joe Vargo, and I'm joined by your other host. Tony Grunewald, a big fan of Matlock, all things Matlock. We are both huge fans of all things Matlock. Uh, we're, we're not your average fans, uh, that you see at the conventions. Uh, we have a really in-depth look. We have access to a lot of information about Matlock that a lot of people do not. Uh, we have, this is the insider's guide to this TV show. Absolutely. You have not seen guys like us at any of the conventions you have ever been to concerning Matlock before. Uh, uh, listen, Joe and I have dealt with, I don't want to say ridicule, but we, we've gotten a lot of flack over the years because of our obsession with Matlock. And, and, and it's not just an obsession with Matlock. It's, we all share this obsession. Crime shows. You're telling me you yeah. don't watch 12 episodes of, of investigative whatever discovery of, of horrible crimes being committed? You're addicted to... Well, let's tweet about the latest Netflix docuseries about beheadings and... and 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 animal murders and stuff like it's as old as people right uh, murders happen and we want to solve them it's it's a it's been scientifically proven that since the beginning of time ever since there was a murder uh Cain with Abel uh there was an well, onlooker to- there was an onlooker there that wanted to know well, why that happened uh what 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 was the deal with well, that and he was represented by that one Ben Matlock <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he is that old. Um, so uh, uh, it, it wasn't it over a mango or something? They murdered each other over fruit, I believe. Anyways, this is not one of those the, Bible podcasts, right? Right. Um, Are that we're doing that one later? Right now, we're talking about Matlock. And the, today, it being our very first episode, we have, are of course talking about episode one from season one. Uh, Tony, you have a synopsis for us from Wikipedia. Uh, I, do. You- I do, yes. So this episode, I should say, uh, it premiered, uh, this episode premiered March 3rd, 1986. Uh, this episode is called The Judge, as Joe said. Uh, this was not the first episode. There was a TV movie before it. But uh, this is really where it started it kind Look, of hit the ground run. Yeah, yeah. we're we're yeah. not we're not we don't the movie is not part of Matlock Cannon. Um, that is a separate project. He dies yeah. at the end of the movie. He dies in the end. It's really it doesn't weird. make it doesn't make any sense. And, he's and it Andy, has nothing to do with the story. No. Andy Griffith just, doesn't even play Matlock. It's weird. <laughs> Raymond Burr, who's Raymond Burr, is Perry Mason. It's I think I watched the wrong movie. <laughs> um, but anyway, the judge. Uh, 1986, first episode of Matlock. 
The episode starts out with Kevin Meredith and Joanne Lee kissing in a room with Carter Addison watching them through the window with a pair of binoculars. He finally comes to the conclusion that his lover is cheating on him. He walks over to their apartment room, lets himself in, and waits for Kevin to go take a shower. Uh Before entering the bedroom, he covers Joanna's mouth and then stabs her to death in her bed. He then leaves the knife on the floor, goes back out into the hall, and calls the front desk saying, there's a woman screaming for help. Something terrible has happened. Then he takes his bag with the bloody clothes in it that he was wearing. Kevin comes out of the shower, finds the knife with blood all over it. He picks it up, looks over and sees Joanne dead. And then someone in the apartment comes in, sees him holding the murder weapon. Well, guess what? It turns out Carter Addison is the very same judge presiding over that trial. What? Matlock then becomes very suspicious when Carter asks him to step aside and have the son of another lawyer they are both familiar with take his place. Later in the episode, Carter goes back and burns the bag with all the bloody clothes in it. Matlock, however, beat him to it. He had replacements Mm. put there by his investigator, Tyler, and he is able to present the real clothes in court. The prosecution (laughs) then moves for dismissal. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Wikipedia, anybody can write anything they want. Yeah. You don't have to know how to set up proper sentence structure or what details matter and what don't. So as can, some, yeah. And as us being the authors of that synopsis. Um, <laughs> right. Mere hours I, ago. Anyways, so uh, let's let's jump into the episode, Tony. So we start off uh, with a very hot sex scene. I thought at first when I started watching this episode, I said, "Oh boy, uh, the wife let the wife left Cinemax on." This is the thing you got to be careful about when you leave that channel on. Uh, just a tip: just hit the up or down button before you go to bed at night, right? Uh, and then it's not going to be a problem. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, you're right. It's very, whoo. Uh, you hate to you hate to use a word like steamy and mm-hmm. matlock together in the same sentence for just fear right. of mental overload. But right. that's really what <laughs> is here. It opens with a very steamy scene of of these two characters, young, you know, very able bodied characters, yeah. uh, jo- Joanne and 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 uh, uh, Kevin. Right. It gets kind of hot and heavy. I had to check my VCR multiple times. <laughs> just. Is this Matlock? This is not making right, sense. Right. But boy, was was I uh, very swiftly reassured that I was watching Matlock. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. When we see Dick Van Dyke DVD yep. uh, uh, in, in, in an adjacent building. Mm-hmm. So he's across the street. Uh, you know, Joanne and Kevin are making out in front of a window. And directly across the street from that window is a building probably the same size, same layout, same everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dick Van Dyke looking out a window, yeah. maybe with, uh, you know, the, the, those very same binoculars that are in your grandfather's house right now. Right. Um, huge old man binoculars. <laughs> really just big. staring, yeah. just staring War, at this young couple. World War One binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> Things you could spot the Zeppelins with. Yeah. Um, 
but he's checking out he's checking out this this couple making out and it's right. very first of all it's very convenient that there's this building i mean for peeping yeah. especially um you're not going to get a better location for peeping i mean yeah. it's a it's a peeper's dream to have a building directly <laughs> located across a young you know two young couple just you know hot and heavy uh, hmm. I mean, I heard it's a feature listed in the, if you were, were looking to rent, yeah, that's it would right. be like amenities, washer dryer. Yeah. Peeper's you know, dream. <laughs> peeper's dream. But this is the thing, what DVD Dick Van Dyke sees mm-hmm. really makes him mad, makes yeah. him upset. So that's, that's all the proof that he needs right yeah. there. That's all he needs. That's what he was looking for. Um, cause but, he goes into action. He puts on, uh, an inspector gadget outfit. And uh, he heads out the door. He's uh, he just walks into a service store that's open. He walks into the apartment door that the, where the kissing is happening that's also open. And he grabs a kitchen knife um, and waits for Kevin to take a shower. <laughs> Hangs out a while to wait for that yeah. to happen. Right. Uh, and then uh, straight up Michael Myers style just really murders the heck out of this poor girl with this knife yeah we don't see it because we're watching a classic uh family television right Uh, this was for family yeah this isn't netflix uh this isn't hbo this is uh actual entertainment not just uh uh, some kind of weird uh snuff film that everyone (laughs) seems to be watching now right right um Uh, gross disgusting yeah disgusting so she is murdered and then here and now we finally see, um, you know, what I'm really excited about to talk about. We see Matlock. Yep. So we, we cut to Matlock in his office, baby blue suit, just a powder, powdery blue, beautiful suit, big, big white gray hair. And uh, he's in there with his daughter, Charlene. Mm-hmm. Charlene is... Uh... She's more than his daughter. She's she assists him. I I don't know if I would go so far to say they're partners in the in the law firm because clearly there's some sort of uh, authority. You know he's in charge, but she's really she's always you know hey dad, do you think uh, you think maybe we could? Uh, she's on him. She's she's really. Oh yeah, right. I mean it's got to be intimidating to grow up like a, with a father like Matlock. I mean you brought up the suit and the hair. I mean that's as a, as a as iconic hero detective image as. Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes hat. Oh yeah, um, the, right. You know, you know the Batman suit, the pointy ears. But yeah, it's it's he's, so he's with the daughter. So he's got he work his daughter works with him, uh, and then he's you know he's got a small staff. I be, there's a secretary. We don't ever really see her, but who we do see is you know every every detective and lawyer is going to need somebody to get out there on the streets, get out there, dig around, find out what's going on. He can't be out there. He's got to be in court. He's got to be reading papers, sitting at his desk, polishing his shoes, yelling at his daughter. He doesn't have time for these things. So no. he's got, he's got, he's got his man, Tyler. Tyler is, he's, he's, he's a slick guy, slick suits. He yep. wants, he, you know, big time. Well-dressed he, Atlanta's businessman of the year. Right. Um, right. Uh, or at least nominated as that, uh, which yeah. is no small feat. Uh, I personally, no, no. I felt, I follow that race pretty closely every year. Um, it's, it's a pretty competitive race. It's weird yeah. that like an investigator for another <laughs> lawyer would be 
in the running for that. That seems to me more like a business owner or something like that. Like this yeah, guy seems or, to be more right. of an employee. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. But yeah, that's the team. I mean, and that's his that's the team. That's the Avengers. That's these are the these are the yep. people that we're gonna exactly. we're gonna be talking about. I mean, the crew, essentially. Unstoppable force in Atlanta. I mean, this these people send they send shivers down the spine of every criminal, good and bad, as far as like how good or bad they are. Yeah. They're so we start yeah. we start yeah. off, we see Matlock, and he is already from the very beginning confused. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> He's not- from the very top, he is confused. He is looking for something. Charlene comes in. I have your glasses. So I'm wondering, you know, why is Charlene, what I think she's intentionally confusing him by right. holding on to his glasses. Right. Um, but she has his glasses. That's just the kind of relationship they have. They, they kind of seem to uh, manipulate each other nonstop. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. She's, she's there. it's possible that it's one of those relationships where where she it's an enabling relationship with the both of them you know what i mean she needs him to have a job and he needs her to find the things that he's lost you know like but anyway she's come up with a she she found his glasses and she also has a great idea she loves that they take the big time cases to make the big time money it's it's what keeps them in business it what keeps their name name going um however she's just come up heard of this case this poor sad sack kid who's just been right. accused of killing his lover in a very vicious act with this knife in this apartment. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something that dad, you would like to look at. And Matlock says, right. well, you know, usually I like to make money and I really, you know, and I, I haven't had breakfast yet today. And, and so he came through and he's like, all right, fine, let's do it. There's no money, but whatever. Um, and so, and Tyler's like, what? There's no money. We're doing this for free, which is weird because he's not doing it for free. Right. Tyler. So Tyler, yeah, Tyler, uh, despite, so they take the case pro bono mm. and Tyler is also not getting paid. So an employee must also take it pro bono, which I found to be very interesting considering Matlock charges a hundred thousand dollars a case and his overhead is two people. It's it's there's so the mythology behind matlock is is that he's i mean if you look at that suit yeah it's very but it's like it's a cheap suit and right. and, and he's always eating hot dogs and like he's he, he, old man he's got old man thriftiness is, is what i'm yeah. trying to say oh yeah mm-hmm. the problem is is that there's also this establishing that he's he also charges an exorbitant amount of money <laughs> to be a lawyer and only has two employees um what is we don't know what he does with his money i'm sure that's something we'll dig dig deeper into um yeah i mean we we know we're just not going to reveal it at this point right we'd be stupid to reveal all of us right away we're not gonna give that away now come on but yeah Um, so so they got to do this job they got to take this case they got to take this case to help this this kevin they get in they interview him let me tell you something about this kevin kid he's a real dope he's just the big old (laughs) Just a big old just bag of nothing, just a lunk. I mean, he's a sweet guy. I can see what the Joanne girl saw in him. He's a good looking guy. I wouldn't say full on eighties mullet, but like it's it's yeah. it's it's reaching. You know what I mean? It's grasping for that. He doesn't he doesn't seem to have the aging wisdom that a that a Ben Matlock would have. He's a bit of a no. bit of a dope, like Tony was saying. Yeah, he's just a, and 
Yeah, he is on the honor roll. Um, they, bring up, they bring up specifically that he was on the honor roll, and that yeah. what, that's what inspires Charlene to convince her dad, yeah. Matlock, to take this case. Like, right. she is already convinced that he could not have killed this girl because he was on the honor roll. Because good that's grades. good grades. If you got good grades, there's no way you could kill the person. Bad grades equal murderers. Right. Good grades equal right. innocent. So it's almost it's I think it's like the second or third day when you join the FBI and you're profiling serial killers. That's the first thing they say. Like, why do you th- let me ask you this? If you think why did they, why did all of our parents have to sign our report cards because they had to get filed away for accuracy later? That's why. That's right. And they go straight to the to the to the FBI building. Yeah. In um silent wherever that movie Silence of the Lambs took place. Mm-hmm. That's where it is. And all of our report cards are there. And if something right. bad happens and we get accused of crimes, that's right. Cops- sorry, sorry, kids. C's yeah. and D's do get degrees. Uh, but they also get you on a lot of uh, most wanted right. lists, so right. be careful. Right. right. I mean, it's just not going to help you later when you're sitting in front of a, a, mm-hmm. a, a you know prosecutor and they're like, yeah. uh, "Oh, okay, so you weren't in the vicinity of the crime." Hmm. That's funny. Got a C in sociology. Yeah. <laughs> and luckily, Tony and I are both uh, straight A uh, homeschooled students. Right. Um, right. My yeah. mom used my mom used to write plus 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 when I did a real good job. <laughs> so uh, so they interview Kevin and he like I say he's just he's like I mean he's clearly confused because he's been accused of a crime he didn't commit he was just sleeping with a woman and then took a shower and then yeah. came out and picked up a sleeping bloody with a woman yeah. who is clearly living with another man um, and uh, acting very innocent. And uh, happened to just pick up the murder weapon as soon as he saw it, which... Don't um, do that, kids. Don't pick up. <laughs> Don't pick up. If you yeah. see a bloody knife mm. where you did not leave a bloody knife, yeah. chances are it's not yours. Don't pick mm. it up. Maybe uh, crouch down, look at it. No need to, face up. Yeah, no need to bring it right to your face. <laughs> no. Don't don't get your fingerprints all over that. But we already know that DVD did it, right? We yeah, already... Right. We already saw DVD commit the heinous crime. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now we go to court, right? Yep. And here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. Sammy <laughs> <laughs> Davis Jr. Just kidding. Yeah. Yep. Nope. <laughs> it's actually Dick Van Dyke. That's it's right. Different. The man who committed the murder has now been assigned the very case that he set this kid up the murder yeah. that he committed. And right away, he does something extremely unprofessional, I want to say. Besides is, the murdering in the well, first. No, I was going to say, he did not recu- re- recuse himself from this case right. by yeah. saying, you know what? Uh, I, might, <laughs> I might have something to do with this. I should not be the judge. I don't want to go into more deep. You know, he doesn't have to say why. He doesn't, no, I he go doesn't into have to details. say, oh, I did this. I can't. Yeah. But just this is wrong. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so right, right there, I'm like, I don't like this guy. No, I don't like him because clearly he's a murderer, and mm-hmm. also clearly there's a possibility that he's not a good judge. And in, we need right. good judges in this country. So yeah, he sees his kid, and he's like, oh gosh. Anyway, he he's you know he's he says, all right, we're gonna set the trial date. He acts like acting completely normal, even though this this guy yeah, did it. A very transactional scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dad's like nothing. scheduling the trial. 
Right. The schedule, the dates. He's like, Matlock, does this date work for you? And Matlock's like, yes, your honor. He did not check his calendar. Didn't check the calendar because Matlock yeah. knows. Matlock is wide open. Right. Wide open. And even if he wasn't, Charlene would be like, no, dad, that's the date of your doctor's appointment. <laughs> and he'd be like, I thought I was just at the doctor. And so anyway, so then the, the judge, after they set the date, he's like, hey, uh, Matlock, why don't you come meet me in my chambers? Anyway, so they greet each other and he's like, hey, Matlock. I know you could home run this case out of the park. I got this friend. He's got a kid. He's just coming up. Why don't we, why don't you let him take over as defense? And Matlock from is just like, uh-uh, there's something funny about this. Never right. in my 700 years as an attorney, right. as a judge ever asked me to step up. You know, this is very odd behavior. How weird. How, How weird. weird. How weird. And right then and there, guys. The wheels start turning in Matlock's mm, You can head. see it. You, you can, can see really- it happening. It's it's a lot of things that, you know, a lot of people would go, huh, that was weird and kind of move on with their lives. Uh, <laughs> right, because, right, right. Because they have that. to. Yeah. Um, and they have other things going on. But yeah. something that's so powerful about Matlock as a character is he has really nothing else going on but to just no. overthink things and continue to question them. So mm-hmm. he realizes that that weird interaction he had with the judge on this case is his first clue. Yep. Yep. That's going to be a, uh, I think a, a, it's going to be a recurring trait as we discuss these episodes. <laughs> yes. It's going to be, it's going to be Matlock's utility belt, so to speak. His, his mm-hmm. one of his six senses is just good old, old, old man overthinking things. Just That's right. looking a little bit too heavy into something and having the mm-hmm. time to think mm-hmm. about it. And uh, yeah. yeah, it comes to the conclusion that this isn't right. Anyway, that gets his old, uh, you know, investigating nose going. Very exciting, Tony. Uh, Matlock is, you know, he's like an old bloodhound, and he's picked up the scent. Uh, but before we get to the rest of uh, unlocking Matlock, uh, we have a word from our, a quick word from our sponsor, uh, which is also us. Yeah, we're our own sponsors. And this is something we're really excited about. Yeah, and and you guys are on the ground floor of something really exciting. I mean, what a journey this podcast has been so far. We want to mm, thank you mm. guys for listening for yeah. as long as you have been. It's yeah. just been such a ride, guys. We have something very exciting to finally announce. I mean, after all this time, guys, there's still tickets available for our upcoming Unlocking Matlock Fan Fest Cruise 2020. All you fans of this podcast, you're not going to want to miss this. I promise you. Listen, it's going to be me and Joe. Some very special Unlocking Matlock guests. And most importantly, hopefully, you are Unlocking Matlock family. Listen, me and Joe have been working very hard to put together the most fun-filled, the most action-packed, fun event we can. We want all of our fans to be able to come and participate uh, you know, we've, we've not just the super well-off rich ones. I mean, I hope you guys come because that would really be cool. I've got some things I'd like to talk to you about. But anyway, so yeah, we, we, we've been working with this whole team, many travel agents to put together the most affordable package available without cutting out any of the luxury or any of the fun. Listen, later this summer, we're going to embark on a 14-day cruise with you. Mm. Uh, we got a much better rate for doing two weeks. 
I don't know why. Yeah. It seems like a long time, but I mean, we'll, we'll fill up the time. Don't worry. Join us. We're going to embark from bright and balmy Gulfport, Mississippi. It's actually a lot more I love affordable. that town. Yeah. It's great. And you know what? It's so much cheaper to launch out of there than Florida. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Yeah. That's where all the big ships go. But right. it's, it's just such a ripoff. Gulfport's just as good. Uh, guys, we've got so much fun stuff planned for this cruise. Like I say, you guys have been with us all this time. We just want to celebrate with you, celebrate uh, this podcast. And, and again, it's not a, a, a Matlock cruise. It's an unlocking Matlock themed cruise. <laughs> about this podcast. right yeah uh, we we um, have to be very clear about that right this right, is, right right you do not yeah you do not have a direct link to the show matlock <laughs> no so it's just a podcast it's a cruise podcast cruise about the, the podcast uh we got so much fun stuff planned we got a murder mystery plan we're gonna have some fan meetups you guys have who have all been listening all this time you guys can finally meet each other hang out talk about what your favorite yeah. parts of the show were you know right we we'll, we'll be there let us yeah. know right we'll be let there us- at the table with you probably oh, overhearing this right right sharon sharon over at the buffet we're we're you know right got a plate tell us what mm-hmm. your favorite moments were we'll tell yeah. you what it was like recording them you know right. we'll tell you what we, we you know what we what we we'll tell you about our lifelong journey of matlock we got so much fun things to go like i said we want to just celebrate with you celebrate you, you know this podcast that we've been doing uh you know we got we got all kinds of uh things happening we're gonna have some team building exercises <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do workshops Oh, we'll yeah. have, guys, I promise mm-hmm. we will have lots of breakout sessions. Yeah. We worry. have a, uh, a glass booth set up called the Speculation Chamber. <laughs> speculation um, Chamber. Where you're great. able to go in there and quietly speculate. About whatever you want. We don't yep. ask. We don't we have ask. A, we're going to have a Ben Matlock impersonator. Um, he's uh, very good. Yeah, he looks just like him, uh, but he is Ukrainian and does not speak English. <laughs> If you want to talk to him, come see me first because I can. <laughs> I don't know any Ukrainian, but I also don't want to make him comfortable. I don't. It's he's he's a great Matlock impersonator. Yeah. He's all, but he's a little. The kids say sketch. He's just a little like. Uh, right. Like I don't know. Is he gonna hurt me? He's not. He's not. But just don't do anything loud right next to him. Yeah. But he's gonna. So he's gonna be there. Um, I he's going to be there. We got lots of meets and meet and greets planned, uh, 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 and meets. We're going to have meets, but yeah, we're going to have like I, some meet and greets. I, I'm I'm currently in emails talking to the accused in this particular episode. Actually, uh, Kevin, the actor who plays Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I I got his email address. Uh, yep. Uh, from a Facebook page that the the thumbnail kind of looked like him. So I just direct message him. I'm still waiting to hear back from him. Um, oh, uh, the, yeah. That so you direct messaged him uh, his email? I did. I did. Yeah. It's very weird. It bounced back four or five times. So I'm hoping <laughs> this last time it finally went through. So, uh, Tony, remind me how that works again exactly is you copy the link from the Facebook page <laughs> and then put that into your email. You pull up your email. You put that in the, in the two section. I, well, I do this. I do the the CC. That line. Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay. Nice. And then draft a really long message. I usually type out in 
my notes notebook because I don't have uh, Word or anything installed, but I bring Artists. up a notebook and I type out, um, <laughs> I write out the the URL from the Facebook. <laughs> I save that and then I hit yeah. the paperclip button in the email. Uh huh. Um, but you keep that, saving it as untitled, don't you? And then you have. <laughs> <laughs> untitled yep. one through 50 and then you have to find it right yep, yep and then i and then i attach it i attach the image the screen <laughs> i take a screenshot <laughs> and then i attach it <laughs> three or four times <laughs> well yeah because you can only <laughs> you can't capture the whole email in the no. So you have to kind of piece it together, right? Right. Well, and I don't want to use up all my gigs. <laughs> all my GBs, I want those to go away. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, I'm still waiting to hear back from Kev. Um, yeah. Hopefully I, he'll get back to me soon. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that sounds like you wrote him a really nice message. <laughs> I left my work number too. <laughs> Oh, that's um, good. You're, so you'll be available 24 7. Right. I love You're going to want to come on this cruise. This you're really, really going to want to come on the cruise, guys. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. Please, tickets are still available. We don't have a final date yet because we're still talking with. Uh, there's so many things to get arranged. You got to get with the travel yeah. agent and then the dock. I'm, I'm trying to call the captain. The Coast Guard. The, the coast, we're trying to get all the Coast Guard. The travel uh, agent's like, you don't need to call the Coast Guard. And I'm like, well, I want to know. I want to let them know we're yeah. coming. Like, we have questions. This is the sort of thing Matlock would do. And that's how we leave no uh, stone unturned. Exactly. Not um, heavy ones, but yeah. So um, please uh, yeah, yeah, keep your yeah, ears grab open soon. for that. Mm -hmm. Grab your tickets soon. We're, we're, I'm going to throw up the link later. Um, you can click on it. Oh, good. And buy, and buy, your, and buy your tickets. Oh, great. To the Unlocking Matlock event of the year. Exciting. Um, we can't wait for that. Uh, so let's let's jump back into uh, season one, episode one, The Judge. Um, so we, we left off and uh, uh, it was Matlock had just gotten his first clue and he is now searching the apartment uh where the murder happened where he's able to just walk in um to a murder scene there's no tape nope. um anything nope. and uh he's able to just start rifling through the kitchen right he's got that he's got that matlock clout walking through this crime scene like you say no tape no nothing he just starts going through this lady's things uh but he opens a cabinet at one point right and he finds uh finds a bottle of a bottle of cognac that's right, which is, uh, as hmm. we all know, is uh, more of a, for more sophisticated, uh, distinguished right. clientele. Some may say old. Yeah, um, young, young dopes like Kevin, he ain't, yeah. he's not drinking cognac. He's yeah. drinking, he's drinking, a, a, you know, a light beer at best, you know. Right. Yeah. And Matlock then finds uh, some uh, tobacco pipe burns in the, mm -hmm. in the, in the throw pillows. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, and an ashtray of, of full of full of pipe uh, excrement. So um, hmm, let me think: cognac pipes. Who likes who, who likes, likes that? Hmm. Old men, old men yeah. like that stuff. Hmm. Who's another old guy I know? Oh, the judge. The judge. <laughs> so clearly, it was the judge. It was the judge. Guys in Matlock. 
you know, in the Matlock scene, mm-hmm. we call this the turn. We call mm-hmm. this, this is where, you know, this is where Matlock finally, the, you know, that key, the key is now in the ignition and the floor, the foot is to the, the floor. Is That's right. Passes to the floor. It's something that I, I personally struggle with in my life because I, there's so many things going on around me. There's so many different variables and options, but Matlock just sees things very simply. Right. He sees uh, an old man um, and who is the last old man I talked to. His world is very small um, and he, he puts those two things together and by golly, it works out, right? So, yep. and yep. we already know, we already have the privilege of right. viewing the murder. Matlock does not, he's not watching his own show. Um, that would be illegal. Uh, that would not stand up in the court of law. You're not allowed to watch. You're not allowed to watch your own show if it's going to uh, affect the outcome of a court case. That's right. Yeah, that is. That's, a, that's, that's a admissible. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, you get it. You get it. You could get admissed for that. Um, uh, but yeah, he's now. So now he's got what he needs. He's got the information. The problem is, that's not. You can't just walk into the court and say, "Hey, I, I think I found." we have a little thing in this country called evidence. You need yeah. to have evidence. Got to have so, evidence. You know, you, you know, usually you got to have evidence. Um, yeah. uh, so he has to put his, uh, he's got to put his team, his crack team on it. And so That's he right. gets Tyler uh, to do some legwork as far as checking out the mm-hmm. judge's car um, mm-hmm. to see if there's any evidence there of maybe some sort of crime being committed. Again, it seems like he's reaching <laughs> that he's, just, yeah you know, that he could be spending time trying to figure out if his client is guilty or not, instead of basically harassing this old man now at this point. Again, I think if you took out the beginning portion of Dick Van Dyke committing the murder, if you completely took that out of this episode and just played it without doing that, uh, Matlock would seem completely insane. (laughs) And like I say, now we get to the hard part of building a case, which is collecting the mm-hmm. evidence and making sure that yeah. it's going to be rock solid. Uh, and again, we got kind of a kind of a, a big hurdle here because the mm-hmm. guy we got to present the evidence to is is the murderer, is the right. guy who did the crime. What so a sticky situation. We've got a big problem. Matlock has got a big problem here because right. he is not going to be able to do his job effectively because the the person he has to do his job to essentially other than the jury who are a bunch of dopes they don't know what's going on they don't no know we don't yeah idiots. Who cares? they only pick idiots to be on juries only Absolutely. an idiot would volunteer right right only an idiot would not be able to come up with an excuse to get up jury duty only an idiot would accept a dollar and 12 cents a day <laughs> only an idiot would eat bologna sandwiches out of a vending machine for a week well, only an idiot would listen to lawyers deliberate and then go, oh, I don't know, uh, which one did it? <laughs> Only an idiot would, would write on a free uh, yellow legal pad provided to them. <laughs> Only an idiot would go, uh, I think I could be four months. <laughs> what a, uh, only idiots serve on juries. Um, so uh, then we get to uh, uh, we get to the Windsor and we're we're talking about jazz and this snooky sandwich and the slippery seven. <laughs> Just some old man um, talk. We get a nice little scene of Dick yeah. Van Dyke and Andy Griffith, two silver screen legends with yeah. silver hair. Mm-hmm. 
just so just talking the light is bouncing off of that a lot head. of silver silver it's, tongues one 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 exactly. could say too yeah it's it's blinding these two these two legends you mm. know really just making a meal out of the scene just talking i mean what matlock is doing is he's trying to distract the judge while tyler goes to the car looks for evidence but they're talking about jazz old-timey jazz mm. it's you know it's boring old man talk really but yeah so uh, Matlock pulls a real fast one on him. He orders him a, a cognac, tricks oh, him because yeah. he drinks it, and yep. you can tell he likes it. Yeah. He's, 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 his mouth is getting all watery. Uh, that kind of old man, his tongue is coming out of his yep. mouth. Yep. Uh, you can tell that uh, DVD really likes it, and uh, Matlock is, is really on his case now. Yeah, Matlock's like, I got, you know, I got him. I, got, I know this is the guy. This guy likes to drink cognac. He must have killed that girl. Uh, um, but he, they find the victim's mother, um, and uh, she wants money to give out any information. She knows about this old man that uh, her daughter has been seeing, um, and she is subpoenaed on the spot uh, they, by yeah, Charlene. They hit, they hit her up right away. They're like, hit her up right away. Her. So at this point, uh, somehow Matlock figures out that um, Dick Van Dyke has, and the judge has rented a completely empty uh, apartment uh, where he was initially had the binoculars and he tricks uh, the judge to, to go back there to get the evidence um, and saying that he knows about this place. So the judge has, has put all of his bloody clothes. Uh, he left it at the apartment, which just seems like more hassle than it was worth. He could have just, taking it with him and this is so this is the thing that we learn about this judge is he's not a very good judge and he's not a very good murderer either yeah is this, not, is, this is where it starts to fall apart it, i thought it, initially good murder good judge right now i'm going not so good well because it makes sense if because a judge is like you know a judge should know all the ins and outs of murder and mm. what to do the do's and don'ts if you will you know right um right. And the fact of the matter is either he falls asleep in court a lot and just doesn't mm -hmm. pay attention mm -hmm. or he's just, he, or he's just not good at his job because he kills her and he, then he hides the clothes instead of getting rid of the clothes, like completely, he just hides them. Yeah. You, you mentioned earlier that it was a trench coat. I mean, it was a nice trench coat. I mean, maybe it was the only, you know, Oh, you think he was thinking about getting it dry cleaned eventually once <laughs> I mean, this all blew over? You don't want to, it's a perfectly good trench coat. The rainy season in Atlanta is rough. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been down, yeah. there, but it comes oh, when yeah. it rains, it comes straight Monsoons. down. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So you, if you've got a good, good, you know, raincoat, nice. Yeah. It's hard to let go. It is hard to let go. Yeah. You know, and 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 it's got a little blood on it. Really, it's out. also it's also got a lot of my medication has spilled on it, and so. <laughs> you know like it's it's clean it's whatever so i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna keep it uh yeah so he this, stashes it away he throws it in just and, a black garbage bag and he puts it in a closet right. and he says i'm gonna come back to you later again yeah. because he's figured this judge is a very well-known judge he's seen hundreds of thousands of cases yeah. where you know he every and you know he's always said you know keeping the evidence is never a bad idea right so and, and now yeah and now Matlock is is very goofily, uh, being very goofy with him, and he's saying, "I I think I know what you did," and he's sort of wagging his finger in his face, like, "I don't, I think I know." 
and the judge is now he's thinking oh boy i'm in big time trouble so he yeah. goes back to the uh empty apartment gets the bag of clothes and he burns them uh in a in a trash can yeah and uh spends spends a lot of time just watching it burn staring at the fire like a real like a real twisted psycho just staring (laughs) deep into that fire uh i think he's reflecting on his soul all the bad things Mm. he's done his choices Mm -hmm. um i don't want to say that i mean clearly it's not a moment of redemption or anything like that but it's merely just like I think it's a moment of release. Honestly, he's thinking he's done. He's yeah. got it. He's getting away scot free. You know what I mean? Right. I'm the judge. I hold all the power, and I'm getting rid of the evidence from the murder I did. I can stop him from trying right. to get into anything. Like that's that's a moment of celebration for him. Is burning the coat. Now he's sad because he's had to burn the coat. And, and I think that's what we're seeing there in that scene as well as we're seeing him realizing that you know his time has ended with that trench coat. Um, now I got to hit up the men's warehouse. Yeah. You know, uh, how, and you know how busy that place gets on well, the weekends. I know how busy it gets on the weekends, and I know how pushy they can be. And if there's one thing I do not, Tony, you know me, uh, mm. and, and I'm like an old man, I do not like pushy salesmen. No, no, sir. No, sir. If, if I, I say I'm browsing, <laughs> leave me alone. That means I will buy something if you right? give me space. Right. Right, you don't need to check in with me like I'm yeah. a toddler. I'm a, right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grown man with money mm-hmm. in my pocket, money to burn, yeah. looking yeah. for a nice jacket or a, a slack of some kind, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I want to find something nice, but it's going to take me a minute. I'm going to need yeah. to look. And yeah, I've gone down the entire rack from size 36 to 44 chests and tried on almost every single jacket in the store, but I don't, I'm figuring it out. I don't need your help. And have I been putting any of the jackets back on the hangers? No. I'm sorry I'm not putting them back correctly. I'm sorry I'm just leaving a trail of jackets for you to pick up. I'm no, sorry I wasn't I, in the bathroom. No, I didn't use your bathroom. I'm sorry that I keep putting my stuff in the pockets. Right. And I'm forgetting, oh shit, my keys. Right. <laughs> I left my phone. Where's my phone? Oh, oh, it's in it's in that it's in that checkered. I have to go checkered. through. I have to pull all the jackets pull down them again. All off again. Pull them all off again. No, I don't need any help. I'm fine. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I'm browsing. Browsing. Bra- <laughs> browsing at the men's warehouse, and it's and it's so busy. And I'm mm. trying. And I'm I'm trying to get to the. I'm trying to get to the the. I like the double breasted, but I don't want it to be mm. too tight. So I got to look at the bigger sizes. I don't like a lot of buttons because I don't like the confusion i don't like it yeah i, don't want it to I hate take too long. i hate that yeah i i don't want it to take too long i don't know what whole what button goes into what so i'm trying mm-hmm. them out stretching them out you know maybe i like the buttons off of this one coat and but i like the jacket so i'll pull the button off of the right. jacket to put it up against this yeah. blazer to see what it looks like and it's so busy i've got to push i'm pushing people out of the way <laughs> i'm trying often to... the people that work there yeah you're you're yeah, you gotta really get them to back off. Yeah. I mean, why are they all milling around me? There's a whole <laughs> warehouse that they should be looking after, supervising yeah. stock and shelf, rotating stock. I don't know. Right. Uh, with the price guns, the you know, like checking mm-hmm. things off. Why yeah. are you all right on top of me while I'm right. trying to go through these racks and racks of sport coats? 
And if they get in my way, I yeah. just throw them to the side. I just throw them yeah. down. You'll yeah. pick them up when I'm done. I'm right. browsing. <laughs> Ridiculous. If you find a good jacket, hang on to it. Yeah. You don't want to so get he's, it. Yeah. So he's sad to see the jacket go, mm -hmm. uh, as we all would be. And um, he goes back to court uh, an hour later, smelling like trash fire. Right. Um, right. Only, only to find out that what he burned. So this is kind of a good news, bad news, right? Right. Um, he finds out that he actually didn't burn his jacket. Uh, great news. He still, the jacket still lives. Unfortunately, Matlock has the jacket yep. that's covered in blood. Right. And he just kind of uh, sloppily just kind of throws it <laughs> onto the, like on his lap and say, yep. here's your murder clothes. Right. right. Matlock has, has, has done a switcheroo on a Matlock yep. has found out that the, the peeper spot, the mm. spot where he was peeping with the binoculars watching yeah. him, that, that that apartment building that he was peeping from, that that was in an old court case of that judge's. That right. property was seized in a foreclosure mm. or, or something of that nature. That judge then took that property to That's use right. to spy on his on the woman that he was 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 having an affair with. Um, Matlock finds that out. He sends Tyler to that apartment. Tyler's rooting through the closets, going through the drawers. Probably took a nap. There's really no time limit. Like you do what you want when you're an investigator. Finds the bag in the closet, opens it up, sees the blood. He's like, we got it. Ben says, no, no, take it. Put it in your car. <laughs> Drive around with these bloody clothes, but switch it. Put another bag in there with different clothes because he's not going to look. He's not going to look inside no. the bag. If you That'd have evidence of a crime mm -hmm. that you're going to get rid of, you don't double check. Yeah. Also, there. you don't want to have like, catch one last glimpse of your favorite jacket right it's gonna make it that much harder to burn to, it to get rid of the jacket oh it had those pockets you remember that those pockets it oh those, yeah it had the inside pocket that wasn't too mm -hmm. deep but was deep yeah. enough it, it was just a right. gosh that, that seemed that did seem like a great jacket um so he uh he he, he is now busted he's busted and he, and he knows it uh mm -hmm. he's got no defense to to matlock throwing a bloody clothes on him and uh, and that's it. It's a it's pretty much a case closed. Oh, case closed. Uh, uh, Kevin is is free, free to go, uh, free to go. They don't really get into the details of how that works. Yeah, or or um, when the judge's trial will be, or if he's right. currently right. arrested, or does he now get a chance to flee the country? Right. Um, right. We're not really sure. Right. Right. It's a classic Matlock move. Matlock, mm. he doesn't like to then, he doesn't like to take the information he's found and turn it, you know, do, he wants to do it. He does his battle inside the courtroom. Yeah. So his whole purpose is once he's got you, he's going to turn you and he's going to turn you in court during the trial. That's right. Which seems all kinds of weird that yeah. they would just say, all right, well, this trial's over so we can do this other one. Uh, but he wants you to admit on the stand that you did it. He yeah, wants to bust just, you while you're on the stand. Just like a senior citizen at the post office, right. you know, right. uh, not just going to buy stamps in line, not no. just going to mail something. No. Uh, that is the time to take care of all of your business that you've had for the last 30 years that you've been saving right. up to right. take care of at the post office. Right. So right. he, he gets about, it done all at once. 
Exactly. Matlock is there. It's, it's a, the courtroom is a one-stop shop for justice for mm-hmm. Matlock. That's he's right. there. He's going to get it all taken care of. He's going to get, he's going to get his client off and he's going to get you in trouble, you know? Right. And, and now Tony, you know, being that the, the actor Andy Griffith plays Matlock, of course, who was, right. who was on the TV show, the Andy Griffith show, and also co-starring Don Knotts. Uh, we have a thing, we have a segment here called Don Knotts Watch. Tony, uh, uh, what's the status of the Don Knotts watch? So far in The Judge, Don Knotts has not appeared. Okay, thanks, Tony, for that uh, Don Knotts watch. Uh, gonna, we're going to see him. We're going to get to him. At some point, we will. Some point. He will be in a Matlock episode, um, and that's something for you guys to – kind of a cliffhanger for you guys to yeah. look forward to um, when, I mean, when that will happen. Just one of the best, best acting duos in in modern uh you know entertainment so hopefully we'll see don not soon um Mm -hmm. wow what a what an incredible uh first episode of unlocking matlock we had Mm -hmm. uh tony we we talked about a lot in this episode um a lot happened in this episode um we're really getting kind of underneath the skin and and of, of who these characters are and and what's really going i mean sure did, did, the, did the screenwriters, the television writers, did they write things on the page and the dialogue? Yes. But is there a whole nother story in the subtext that um, only us as true Matlock experts can see? Oh yeah, you better believe it. Right, right. There's, there's, you're gonna find out real quick that, there's, there's, that the subtext is, is the text. You know what I mean? We're, right. gonna, you're, we're gonna be peeling layers off and guess what? Mm. The layers that are underneath are gonna be so much richer and more vibrant than than the than what you're seeing you're getting you know this this is not the kind of show you can just put on in the afternoon while you're folding laundries and you know and just ignore no no you're gonna there's there's things going on in this show that we're gonna point out that's just gonna you know it's gonna blow your mind matlock as an investigator as a citizen that we're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to learn all kinds of new things about this. That's right. So I think we can officially call this case closed. Court is adjourned. You may all return to your lives. This has been Joe and Tony. Goodbye.